You need to throw it like people that shave beards need to have some type of like, there needs to be like an Amber alert for people that shave beards. <laughs> I've shaved my beard. Be prepared. It's going to be weird and different for about the first 30 seconds. Yeah. You know, the kids definitely uh, take a moment. We were down at a, at a conference last week down in North Carolina, actually um, with our good friends in North Carolina and they, uh, and we threw them for a loop too. Mr. Mr. Aubie Knight had no idea who I was. I absolutely had no idea who I was. One of these days I've said for years, I'm going to get contacts. I'm going to grow a beard. And I'm just going to walk around and nobody knows who I am. It's be fantastic. I can't wait. Sure. Well, you are, you are, uh, you know, an A-list celebrity in our book. So I don't, that's, that's, I'm, I'm feeling a little weird, Nick. It makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> you might need it. Um, gentlemen, we're here today to talk about you guys being awesome and insurance. Not sure which order comes first, but um, we'll figure it out. I think we've got some time and I think we'll actually get there. Nick, man, I mean, what has been going on? We've got, you know, we've got you, John and, and Caleb here and it's, uh, it's always fun to get, you know, a couple uh, of interesting guys that have quite the experience in the industry that are trying to do new and interesting things. But I mean, just like, what first has been going on just in general, because we've been catching up and, and you know, crossing paths and all that fun stuff. Sure. Well, man, I really appreciate that. And thank you for letting us get all together. Um, we are very much, you know, a team we come together from, you know, backgrounds galore, uh, you know, myself being more financial services and uh, personal lines related, John, obviously being, our uh, claims guy, Caleb being our work comp guy, um, and all of us coming together under kind of a insure tech background um, to kind of, I don't know, I guess in Sydney's words, take over the world. Um, that's <laughs> her words, not mine. Um, but uh, yeah, we've, we've been, uh, you know, getting out and shaking hands, kissing babies as much as we can over the past nine, 10 months. And um, it's been fun. You know, we've, we've made our rounds in the industry, uh, both on the production side and then uh, on the insure tech side. And it's just really cool to take a step back and listen to what everybody else is telling us that they need. And that's, uh, you know, on an independent agent level, what do you need to help you in your day to day? And that's, that's honestly the best part of it. That's what we do. Yeah. And, you know, I think what's, what struck me is, and, and again, why we you have videos, you said, yo, Joy, I, just, I need to have my people. You're like we're a team, like we do this together. And we, this obviously, you know, th those that have come before us might, might kind of validate the fact that yes, it does take a team to uh, make any sort of impact in the in independent uh, insurance channel. We are not the most welcoming of change and such. Um, <laughs> Those are some, somebody else said that I'm not sure at some point, but, um, you know, Caleb and John, what has been going on with you, John, obviously familiar. Uh, it's nice to see you. Um, let's, 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 let's talk about this real quick because you do obviously have history with, you know, the fine folks at agency nation and just, uh, catch up everybody where you've been. You, you're now here with these, these guys here. Um, whether, not sure if you can vouch for them or not yet, but we'll figure that out here. So what's, what's going up with you? Oh, absolutely can vouch for them. That's why I'm sitting here with them. Um, and they're the ones who drew me in. It, it's been a great ride so far. Um, so you know me, came from the claim side, been there uh, 17 years of my life. And where I continued, and we talked about this before, where I was seeing the fulfillment in my life is helping people help people. And it mm -hmm. sounds like a crazy, awful tagline, um, but I truly mean it. And um so when I was going out to agencies and, and consulting with them and, and speak to them, speaking to them in crowds, 
that's when I knew I was doing my best work. And, and I met up with these cats at a conference that I was speaking at and fell in love with their technology. Um, but beyond that, fell in lo- love with them and their mission. And I could see continuing on that mission of helping people help other people by giving this, them this fantastic platform, but also going beyond that in partnering up with agents and um, uh, agents and agencies to be able to help them get their message out a little bit, uh, a little bit more. I think I would allow you to say the helping people help people uh, tagline only if and when you are wearing a sports jacket with like an elbow patch on it, like elbow <laughs> patches. I think that's appropriate. You just need to be dressed for the your, the, the tone that you have. But that's, I know, I mean, you know, being being on the tech side, I don't know if that uniform's allowed anymore. No, uh, <laughs> I'm making the John, rules. Here. I'm making the rules. John, here. you're in the you're in the the golf shirt. There, you're still on the uh, you're playing the insurance game over there. We, we need you in your blazer and graphic tee. Yeah, one foot in, one foot out, right? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Caleb, we had the pleasure. We, I feel like I've seen you. We've, 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 we've met intermittently sure. a couple yeah. different times, and I don't even know if I recall all of them. That sounds a little more promiscuous than it probably needs to be. But um, <laughs> I know, I know most recently we were at IOA together. We, uh, we shared a couple handshakes. Um, and, and Nick had caught me up on it. But, I mean, give me t- catch everybody up a little bit as far as what your backstory is and, and how you got into it real quick. Well, yeah, Nick, Nick mentioned I come from the workers' comp world, and I was fortunate. If there are all you work comp nerds out there, um, I worked for the uh, California Bureau, so basically NCCI, but for California. So we processed all the workers' comp data for the state of California. And, you know, I was fortunate to kind of, you know, work my way up there and, and I was kind of handling a lot of their uh, PR and outreach and that kind of stuff. And in that, I got to hang out with a lot of great folks, both on the, on the carrier side, as well as on the agency side. And then, uh, you know, when social survey came along and gave me the opportunity to open up um, alongside Nick here, their insurance market, it was the proverbial uh, too good of an opportunity to pass up. I loved working for the Bureau in California, but I love this even more now that we got John freaking Bachman on board too. It's, it's that much better. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now we've had fun. We've gotten, we've gotten warmed up here. Gloves are coming off. What, what is it about where you guys are at currently? Where, where do you see that the opportunity, the potential, like let's just get right at it as far as the agents, the industry, what you, you know, what you guys are working on, how does it need to kind of maybe, crank the knob, the, the knob a little bit to open the floodgates to this acceptance, to these tools. Um, and, and what's the biggest opportunity right now? That's a lot of questions. Well, I think we definitely see the right. I think we all see the writing on the wall. Um, certainly the conversations are happening, you know, how important is my brand locally? And I'm speaking about the independent agent. How important is my brand locally? We've all, all already known that, right? But how do I compete online with, in a digital sense, right? How do I manage that day to day? And uh, really that's what we do and really the direction that we've taken is how do we take as much off of really Mm -hmm. freaking busy people in an agency setting? Like, I don't have time for this. How do we take as much off of their plate and automate as much of that as possible? So when someone locally is looking for the best option, whether it's personal lines coverage, commercial lines coverage, whatever your specialty is, they find that person, they find that agent. And 
that's a that's a taking a lot and summarizing it, but that's ultimately what we're trying to do. And I think we've done a pretty damn good job so far. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Let's start right at the top. What's the most effective thing that you have seen that agents have been able to get off their plate? Like this, they've stopped doing this thing and it's had the, the biggest impact. Well, it's, it's, it all starts with customer feedback, right? Um, we all know that we should be doing it. Word of mouth has been word of mouth, you know, however it's been for millennia, right? But now we take it and automate that, that process. So anytime uh, these transactions happen and let's just call it the close of new business and a renewal of a policy right? these are major events in the life of a client and when that happens we automatically solicit that feedback from those individuals and then we use it for the greater good of the agency in the form of marketing output right we send that everywhere right so now what we're doing is building that brand digitally online for those folks that they just again don't have the time for that Mm-hmm. So, so to, to kind of, you know, the two things that, that you're able to kind of achieve in that and the, the most common buckets that they would fail would be something similar to, you know, like an NPS score is probably a product of that. And then also, again, you're going to build up the online reputation through different review platforms uh, with that feedback, right? Um, and, and what have you found, again, because it is so easy to close the sale and then move on to the next one, not double back for that. What are some of the insights that have come from, you know, again, I know I've talked to, you know, tons of agents who are, are installing it and they're just surprised that the things that you think are true are not always necessarily true. Uh, one, what, what are some of them? We'll just say, what are some of the most interesting insights that, you know, agents are able to kind of add another layer of self-awareness to who they are and what they do? Yeah, I think that's, yeah, that's a, first of all, awesome question, Joey. And I think that's where, um, we've kind of iterated the product a little differently because you mentioned agents, like the individual agent. Yeah. And, uh, so what we want to do is we want to collect that feedback, not just on behalf of the brand. We want to collect that customer feedback on behalf of that individual agent. Mm-hmm. And now the brand gets that NPS score, for example, yeah. but they don't just get it for, um, you know, for the brand itself or even for a local office, they do get that but they also get it all the way down to that individual agent level. And that's where it's a little bit different. And to Nick's point about then automating that marketing output, it's the same thing. Yes, we're marketing for the brand, but we're also marketing for the local office, but we're also marketing for the individual agent to give them tools to sell themselves. And so it's that multiplication of both the intake of customer feedback and the output of marketing in an automated way where, you know, an agency can say, wow, I can, I don't have to think about that. And I get all those different levels of both feedback and marketing output. That's, that's something different. Yeah. And that's, sorry to interrupt you there, Joey. And and that's building up the SEO again for the brand as a whole in each individual. You've talked about it all the time about how SEO is long tail and you have to, if you're putting together those videos, which it takes a lot of resources Mm -hmm. and time for that to come into play. But with this fully being automated, it's less time that the agent has to put into it. Well, you know, and, you know John, I'm, I've actually I've actually considered just saying get Google reviews, um, and that's going to be like one of the easiest things to get you going very quickly, because uh, that's 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 something everybody understands, and mm-hmm. it's it's just like oh okay, people say nice things. There's stars associated with it, and you know I generally don't have to write anything or do anything, and it has a, a huge impact on abil- people's ability to find you. Um, 
I want to come back to this though. And this is, we'll just, we'll just, we'll just, uh, we'll just warm with the friction here a little bit, but some agency owners have the opinion that it might not be in the agency's best interest to build up that agent uh, mm. too much with that. We're going to call, use the dirty word, personal brand at the moment. I think it's, I think yeah. it's fantastic, but there is a, there is a, there is a, um, a, a thought that, that that might be a negative thing or it can get out of control or how do they keep control of all of the, uh, making sure that, you know, they, they, they somehow again, control. I've said that like five times. So obviously that's, that's key. What have you found, as, as, as kind of, do you have those conversations one and two, how do you, how do you make people more comfortable with it? Caleb, go ahead and take this one. This is uh, your bread and butter. We've definitely encountered this several we, times. Joey, we get that question all the time. <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm all sure. the time. It's, yeah, a yeah. it's a great question. Uh, and I give two, two opposing, but uh, linked responses. Number one is um, this is the way the world works of, of branding the individual. That's the way yeah. the world keeps going digitally. And so we're going to help you do that. And ultimately, um, while that employee is there, um, you're helping them sell. You're helping them make you money. But also we do that at the same time of powering your brand as well. It's not one or the other. It's, it's both at the same time. Um, that said, we give agency owners full control. So they'll collect that internal feedback that's coming all the time from the customers for every single agent. But if, if they choose not to um, market the individual agent, they don't have to, we don't make them. That's, that's up to them. They do have that control to your point. It's yeah. absolutely up to them. Um, we recommend that they do. We think it's really powerful. We actually think a lot of the fear of like, well, what if I power their brand and they leave me? Um, we, we have found it's that the opposite is true and that you're powering their brand. You're helping them sell why would they leave you? Mm -hmm. You know, and so we have found it's actually an employee retention tool. But to your point, we absolutely do give the owners, uh, the agency owner, the control. It's up to them. I'm going to give a possibly questionable example and recent comedy notwithstanding. But I mean, you know, Saturday Night Live, right? It's a machine. Like you're going to promote the people that are on the show. And, but yeah, and they're, eventually they might be going on to bigger and better things. Um, and, uh, but at the same time, the, it, it's an institution, right? The agency is the institution. I could say, I could say college sports, but that's, you know, a whole other labor law and unpaid work. But anyways, um, I want to go, I want to go back in deeper to, to where you're, you're drilling down of like how specific you can get. Right. Um, what, what is interesting too, and this is, um, and I had a conversation with my buddy, Chris Klein from Westfield. I think there's, I think there's, there's, I'm curious if you guys have thought to go in this direction too, but you're also going to be able to see what, what, you know, what, not just, you know, internally who's having good relationships with customers, but who, what agents are having good success with companies and, and really like what companies are having good relationships with you in return. And have you guys started to play with that at all? And, 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 and going beyond just the quote and going just beyond even, you know, your, you know, your claims guy or your underwriter, like there's going to be so much more information to make a solid choice of why you're going to put somebody where they need to go and, and what that actual best fit is. Have sure. you started to dabble with that at all? No, absolutely. In fact, uh, again, you know, kind of touching on the iteration of, of things, uh, we absolutely do that in a workforce setting currently where it's important to survey your employees as well. Right, so we take that and iterate what we do with clients and iterate it for the workforce, right? So give us feedback as an agency owner. 
or an enterprise, right? We need to know and, and, uh, and make those determine those best business intelligent decisions based on what our employees are telling us. And the same goes for claims. The same goes for uh, those relationships with uh, carriers and, and everyone involved. Uh, it's just a matter of choosing the triggering events at which you want to survey or get feedback. Right. We're yeah, just saying from a default setting, you know, from a frontline employee, from the people that are facing the clients today, it's best to say the close of new business and or renewal of a policy. Those are, you know, heavy markers that we know, but that's not stopping uh, us or anyone from iterating that for every single claim that's submitted or every single uh, conversation with a carrier interaction. Um, whatever the triggering event is, we can absolutely do that. That's a great question, man. And, and I would add, even if the triggering event was only a transaction, the close of new business and a policy, mm-hmm. you can still collect other data fields in that. Who was the carrier? What right. line of business was it? Right. And now you start slicing and dicing that data of, huh, interesting. Our, our customers with this carrier, even though they're reviewing us, but they're you know, obviously it's insurance. It's a holistic experience of, huh, our, our customers with this carrier have a better experience than those with this one. And, yep. Oh, our customers on these lines, you know, or, or multi-line does better than single line. Uh, we were having this exact discussion yesterday with a pretty, a pretty large enterprise. And it's a great question. And absolutely, that's, that's amazing insight to be able to pull those different data fields and, and get the kind of deeper look into the experience your customers are having. Yeah, just the ability, and I think you know we all have these these maybe biases as to oh they're one, they're our best company or they, they you know they're one of our best companies or we do, you know, right. they're great people and then again you, you you get the information back from again the client's experience to where you know they might be interacting with that company with or without you sometimes there there might be something right and then you can kind of start to really weigh well hey you know my retention might be not as good you know there's so many different factors that you know the, like you said these triggering points can can kind of get off and running with. Um, I mean, where, where do you think, where do you think we're going? Because, you know, I think NPS and, and this type of kind of feedback is slowly, I mean, I think we've gotten to a point where we, we understand it, we're, we're adopting it at a pretty decent rate, but I would still say much like everything, this is, this is, you know, maybe a process that's, you know, 10 years in the making. It's been, you know, commonplace in other industries for a while, uh, you know, where do we need to be? Like, how can we leapfrog? What do we need to do to kind of make sure that we're not continual continuously 10 years behind? Well, I think insurance by its general nature is risk adverse. I mean, we know that it's in our nature to be that way. We're avoiding risk. We want to uh, be conservative in our decision-making process and and take, uh, you know, ownership of it and do our research. Um, So I'm not sure that insurance will ever fall directly in line with other industries. I'm not, I'm not sure about that. I don't know, but I certainly think that when it comes to digital marketing, customer feedback, I think that we're closing the gap, right? We see it, we know it, uh, we know it's important, and um, it all just comes to listening to the customer, right? So if our customers are telling us this is what we need, um, then we can do that. We can adapt quicker and we can be more agile. And that is uh, a place I think we're, we're coming to. I think people are seeing that. I think agencies are seeing that. I think independent agents are seeing that. And, uh, and that's just listening to the customer, right? Just listen to what they're telling us and, and we'll go from there. 
I keep asking that question about the 10 year thing and everybody keeps saying like maybe insurance should be a little bit slower. And I think I might have stopped asking it because I think like, it's like maybe there is some sort of lag time that like is just responsible. I don't want to be like the, you know, the, the mom or dad of the conversation here, but I mean, there, there's probably a little bit of that at play. Is it, do we, do we, is it too much sometimes? And it's a great question. Go ahead guys. Yeah, I would, I would say, um, like Nick was saying, the industry by its very nature is risk averse and, yeah. And we understand that. Um, at the same time, to answer your question bluntly, yes, it's absolutely too much sometimes. Um, and I think the trick is, you know, we don't want to just throw money at the new finagled whatever. Here's a new insure tech on the market. And, I, you know, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, I think that's where uh, I find it's, it is worth spending a little bit of time on the front end to do your homework, do your homework, check people out and do your homework. But once you've done your homework and you're confident in a product, don't wait, don't wait five years until, you know, your competition's been on that for, for years. And now you're trying to play catch up, like spend a little bit of time on the front end. We know you don't have time, but spend a little bit on the front end to do your homework. And once you've done that, trust yourself, make a, good business decision and yeah, get into it. Um, yeah, that, that would be my suggestion. John, I don't know your thoughts. No, I think you laid it out there. Perfect. Caleb, uh, you have to do the research up front, and that is going to take time. Uh, a lot of time that we don't have, but when you do the research, the cream rises to the top right. and, and make sure you jump on, on those individuals that you know are going to be providing long-term success for your agency. Mm -hmm. And, and one last thing, though, and, I, and this is simultaneously a, a plug to you guys, too, Joey, is mm. what we are seeing is that a lot of independent agencies are placing their trust into a larger organization to vet those things for them, right? That's great. Uh, you know, it's the typical, you know, taking the traditional aggregator model type scenario, but at a different level, right? at a vetting level, at a, you know, using buying power level to make those decisions collectively for the greater good and vet those things for me and make good decisions. And when you make good decisions then use your buying power of collectively all of us to get us the best pricing on that best product, because, you know, we don't, we don't have the time for it, right? I, you know, as much time as we want to spend learning and knowing what the best options are, we are seeing this kind of shift in, Hey, let's lean on our bigger partners. Right, let's count on them to make those good decisions. And we've started to see some of these, you know, the, the aggregator type model uh, add those additional products and services to their list of, of offerings, right? Making and doing what's in the best interest of, our, of the collective group. And that goes far beyond carrier access, right? It's, it's mm -hmm. more than that. And, uh, so we do, we see, we see the collective good leading, leaning on guys like you, right? So that, that's definitely what we see too. Well, I appreciate that, Nick. The check is in the mail, sir. Um, <laughs> give me, I don't know if I want to ask this yet, but I want to know uh, from, from the standpoint of, again, just getting certain things off of the plate of the agent. What, what have you seen? We'll start with this one. Uh, if you have an example of like a, a kind of a poster agency that has made the most, I don't want to say dramatic, but you know, like who have you seen or even just characteristics of like, what does it look like when somebody really takes action on this feedback? Like 
you know, Sally is not great. Jim kind of sucks and whatever, like, how do they, like, what, what are, what are some of the, the, the ways that they've you know dramatically been able to improve their agency with, again, this feedback that is, you know, kind of just happening constantly. Um, I'm sure you've got some, some shining examples. Caleb. Yeah. I would say um, what's interesting is, and this is why we built the product that we did. And it's a little bit different in that we try to connect and drive behavior not just with stick. It's easy to try to drive behavior with a stick and say, you're doing worse than Joe, do better. Uh, We want to look at the agent a little more holistically. And that is why we highly recommend um, giving them that marketing benefit. So now you're helping, you're using the voice of their own customers to help them sell to new customers. You're helping them make money. So now they're motivated with Carrot to treat those customers well, to make sure those customers are leaving them awesome reviews and uh, you know, for their, for their marketing output to help them sell in the future while at the same time um, holding them accountable on the back end. And so in that, what we've seen or just, you know, over time with all of our agencies, you know, one that comes to mind is um, Fusco and Arsini. They're a, a small shop down in San Diego and they're just having, just a, a ridiculous amount of success in a major market in America and they're a small mom and pop shop. But, um, but what we see over time is overall, you know, say your average star rating starts at four and a half, but over time, you know, six months later, your average star rating is 4.7 and then 4.8. And the reason why is because we're motivating people on those two different, two different levels with carrot and stick. Um, and I, I think that's the key. Like no one just wants their boss to talk to them when they screwed up or when a client's upset, right? We are motivated by the attaboys and obviously we're motivated by making money too, right? That's, so we just connect on that human level, all those different levels, financial, um, ego, attaboy, while also holding them accountable at the same time. I think that's, I think that's a trick. Like agents are human beings too, right? We're not robots. So let's, what makes a human being tick? Let's connect on those levels. Yeah, you know, I think what what I find fascinating with that is that we do, I think in some cases from what I've, you know, just the accountability, like we want to, again, rule with the stick sometimes. Again, it's, it is negative driven in a lot of cases, but just the idea of getting people to do the things that they, they need to do or whatever. Um, we, we have a hard time saying, or, you know, I, this goes into like compensation and stuff to where like, you're going to reward like in a compensation, like you've got your base thing and then you can kind of go there. I'm assuming this is some, something along the lines of, of where that kind of pro- process you guys have implemented in is, is, is following. Would that be correct? Yeah, absolutely. We have customers, you know, like our system will rate and rank all the agents in a, in a agency, by how well they treat their customers and not everyone does this. It's obviously up to the individual client, but we absolutely have agencies on our platform who use our tool as a means to bonus high performers. And again, not high performers in terms of revenue. I'm sure they're already bonusing those people. At least I hope they are (laughs) right. But high performance in terms of customer service and yes, uh, we absolutely have customers who use our tool that way. So let me ask this. So we, I guess if we want to put a term on this, like, uh, KPIs, right? Key performance indicators. Right? Is that, do you guys have a spotlight where just like where you can kind of set that or, or do you kind of let that rest on the agency to kind of add those on additionally? Yeah, we have little tweaks in our system that, okay, I want, um, you know, I want to be notified of something, you know, if it's 
if it's a three-star rating or below, I want to know about it now. Or maybe it's three and a half, or maybe even if it's under four, I want to be notified. It, yeah, we have these little tweaks that, you know, we have an out of, a, out of the box of how it, you know, we set it. But if you want to have those KPIs at different levels and push-pull those buttons, um, yeah, we let you do that too. All right. So this is, I, I want, I'm, I'm curious, this might be a completely unfair question, but we're going to go with it anyways. Uh, if you had to set up your own perfect agency, or if you've seen one as close to perfectly, what, what is involved in your perfect agency? At least, I mean, we don't need to go through everything, but you know, the, the top five things like, man, if I was doing this today, these are the things that are most important to me to get the results I want. Johnny, well, you, want to, you want to start that one off, Johnny boy? Thanks for asking such an easy question there, Joey. Yeah. That, that no was and, and thanks, Nick, for passing it right over to me as well. <laughs> John, you, you take this one, John. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, I, I think there is a way to pull this all together. Um, it's your highest performing relationship builders. That is how you build an ultimate agency is with those people that know how to interact because we've heard it before. It's not B to C. It's not, uh, uh, it's, it's H to H it's human to human yeah. in insurance. Mm. And those people that can build those relationships are going to be your top performers. And how do we know how, how well somebody is at building relationships? What we're talking about here is those customer experience metrics. Um, you can actually tie it back together. Um, so it's, it's those individuals. All right, John survived. Nick, I'm going to, I'm going to call on you next. Barely. <laughs> I, th I think that's a fantastic question. It is not an easy one by any stretch of the means. Um, but for me, I would say it always started with the customer and, um, and authenticity. So kind of taking this kind of democratic type status with everyone that you may or may not have in your book of business yet, or if you're starting from, from scratch, um, as you get going, um, getting the feedback and answering the questions of what your clients and customers are telling you to do. Um, we're serving their needs. And if someone's telling us to move in a particular direction or do something differently or give us constructive feedback, then I'm absolutely going to listen to that. And that's what I want to know. So I'm going to take direction about anything that I'm doing from them. And the more of that I can get, the better, the better I'm going to be, um, the better that we're going to be. I mean, it's absolutely the position that we take as a software company, but in the taking that and putting it into an agency in the agency model is absolutely the way that um, I, I want my clients steering that car, right? Telling us where we're going. Um, the other big thing is the authenticity factor, um, showing your bumps and bruises. I think uh, when we allow ourselves to be vulnerable and whether that's through social media or your interaction with the face-to-face -face community, whatever it is, um, the authenticity factor is number one. So don't be afraid to be vulnerable, right? Social media especially has this way of give, showing the best of everything and everyone. And it's not genuine, it's not real a lot of times. And I think our clients and our customers are, are reaching for something real, right? Like we, we want to laugh at each other, right? If you have that, 
you know, if, if you have a little bit of that self-deprecating humor about yourself, then show it, right? Be who you are, be true to yourself and, and go ahead and just do that. Because to me, I feel like that's everything. People want that out of the people that they work with. Nick, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, man, but my kids are always smiley, perfect and happy. I, I, oh, yours aren't? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. All right. <laughs> Can we do a parenting tip session then after this? Because mine are not. I'm down. I'm down. <laughs> Go ahead, Caleb. Oh, oh, same question over here. Yeah, you're not getting out that easy. Oh, okay, got it. Well, you know, to an- to answer the question like really concisely, like what makes an awesome agency? It's offer your clients great products and provide great service. I th- like we already know that answer, right? The trick is, and then what? Because a lot of people can do that. There's a lot of awesome agents across this country that can offer their clients great products, either, uh, you know, if they're big enough through their own agency or through their agency network or whatever, and they provide great service. So what is that next thing beyond that? And I would just say shortly um, being forward thinking and open-minded. And I, I know, and, and this isn't like, you don't have to be a tech person. Nick and I were just hanging out with a bunch of agency owners in rural Missouri last week. And these guys are forward thinking and open-minded agency owners. And they don't have a lot of the tech stuff. They don't have a lot of uh, the bells and whistles. They just want to know the direction. They want to know, okay, I want to do this stuff. I want to get invested in, um, driving, driving clients to my business, uh, you know, digitally or, making sure my customers are having a great experience in an automated fashion. I just don't know what to do. I'm forward thinking and I'm open-minded. I just don't know what to do. And so I think that goes back to what Nick was saying about leaning on thought leaders like yourself. Yep. I just called you a thought leader. This is pure pandering at this point. Um, There will be penalties at the end of the show given. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Or, you know, if you're part of an agency network um, or just other people in the industry that are doing it, Hey, what are you doing? Like tell me, this industry is so, um, they're so awesome in terms of sharing information. And so leaning on those people and, and, and like I said before, do, spend a little bit of time doing some homework because it's going to save you time and money and make you money in the long run. Spend a little bit of time doing your homework, but yeah, obviously provide great products, provide excellent service. And then beyond that, how you get to the next level is you be forward thinking and open-minded. Before we wrap things up, uh, where can agents, people go find out more about you guys? Where do you want them to go do? What do you want them, what do you want them to go learn about? Man, well, I would say two different answers. If you want to just go online, it's socialsurvey.com slash insurance. Um, that, that'll give you a really brief overview. It'll talk about, you know, we mentioned it extensively, some uh, agency networks and aggregators, what we're doing with some of the, those types of uh, in, in some unique ways, how we're serving those communities. Um, but we're also out and about a lot in the community and we're speaking, uh, a lot of, um, what we like to do is just provide value on that level. And so, gosh, um, see us at events, come talk to us. We're pretty, we always give this line, um, we're the worst salespeople ever. We'll just, we'll just talk and tell you how it is. And, and, if you don't like it, great. And if not, you know, whatever, we're, we're just going to hang out and talk and tell you how it is. So come see us at events, um, connect with us on social media. We're there as well. Obviously John 
John's a staple on social media, but digitally short answer, social survey, social survey.com slash insurance. Mm-hmm. LinkedIn's a great place too. Um, yeah. you know, you can easily find us there. And I would say for certain, um, at all of our state association partnerships, uh, we will definitely be there to help and be there to support and educate the uh, independent agencies. Um, almost weekly at this point, right? We'll be there. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't want to take this down too much of a, a sidetrack, but I think this is important. Um, you know, Caleb talking about, you know, the agency owners in, in Southern Missouri, not knowing what to do, where to start and, or, you know, making decisions. And you, Nick, you talked about, you know, just making uh, decisions as a collective. It's easy to see people that actually just showing up and caring about the, the, the industry that you're kind of showing. I mean, we've, t- we've said this, but like, you know, having been in this game for a while, you just see the same people and the ones that want to keep coming back and that, that are actually there and that will spend the extra 10 minutes, 15 minutes to have the conversation, to do the thing. And uh, I think, you know, I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to marginalize or take anything away from anybody, but I mean, you know, there, a lot of tools are, you know, within, you know, five or 10 percentage points of each other, right. There's not a huge difference in some ways, but like the people behind them that, you know, you're going to, I'm going to give Nick and, and Caleb and whatever, like I, you, know, you guys, you, you're showing up. Right. And that's, um, you know, that, that, that can't be said for somebody who comes in and just has, I, I just, I, I guess I just want to say like, that's, that's an easy way to spot somebody that's worth doing business with for a long time, I guess. Dude, that's such a great point. I, I, that is an amazing, great point. And that is, uh, you know, we, we definitely are a long view, big picture type of uh, folk, uh, folks, whatever, you know, and that's, that's definitely who we are. Um, it's definitely a position that we take. I mean, dude, we've, we've all done the door knocking too, man. You know, we started on the street and we, we've been there and we don't, we've done that. And, uh, you know, that's taken a long time to understand. And, and here we are today talking about it and still doing that thing. Um, just with a better understanding of it. And I mean, being open-minded again, you know, Hey, you, you tell us, right. You tell us what you need. We want to come and listen. We don't want to talk about what we can bring as much as we want to listen to what you need to, right. Tell us what you need. We'll adapt to that as much as we can. That's what we, that's what we're here for. I love that word long view, Nick, that you used. And I think that that really is kind of, that's how, that's how we operate of, you know, I mentioned, we just tell you how it is, the good and bad and the ugly. And because at the end of the day, we know we're going to gain a certain amount of respect. And if, if for nothing else, if you're never our customer, um, we feel like we're going to be respected because we do things that way. And down the road if if you turn around it's not oh those are those guys i talked to it's like oh we had a we had a good conversation i know those guys and and we'll pick that up at that point so yeah absolutely i think that's a uh, that relational long view approach is i don't know it's just kind of our in our dna all right last question to everybody and the rules are here. Um, y'all get to answer. You can't say the same thing and you have to kind of build off of each other. Uh, we, we touched about, we touched upon it um, earlier on just the industry and, and sometimes it's uh, sluggish behavior. Uh, we're talking about just, you know, again, showing up. If I ask this question in various forms a lot, but you know, whether you want to take a, a negative or a positive spin, but what's one thing that if you could just kind of rise above it all, 
you know, and make one thing faster, easier, better just tomorrow, right now, this second, like, how do we start putting those pieces together? Like, how do we all kind of get those, those ideas on the same page? Um, and, and what are they? All right. I'm going first. Cause I have one right out of the gate. Yep. Um, redundancies for the customers. We need to remove all of that friction for the customers. That's at the agency level. That's at the carrier level. Um, that's at the insure tech level. There are so many things we ask, we ask customers to do over and over again mm. that we shouldn't have to be, we shouldn't have to ask in the first place. We should be able to obtain the information automatically out of the gate and um, save one less step for the customer. I'll totally build on that and be, uh, in this this issue of disparity between data and information um, and, and how it's also very siloed um, that uh, it would it would benefit the greater good um, if that were shared amongst us in the best way possible and and that's not just uh, from a claim that's from understanding the needs of the customer that's from understanding everything um, this the, I guess the term is interoperability of information, right? It doesn't speak to each other and it's siloed in such a way that if we came together as carriers, agencies, organizations, and there are people out there, out there doing this now and there are with big missions in mind. I won't even get into it, but there are people with this in mind, but it would solve so much if those things work together. And, uh, and it's just the information that's siloed out. I'd say that if I could wave a magic wand, that's what it would do. Yeah, and I'll, I, I think I'm saying the same thing, but I'm going to give a really specific example of what I think one of the areas where, where this exists that John and Nick are talking about. And that's in quote, just quoting, right? The first step, um, especially for independent agents where, uh, you know, there's different raters and that's awesome, but they're obviously, they're limited to the carrier participants and, um, and so the, the independent agents at a disadvantage over a captive that can spit out a quote online, you know, instantaneously um, because the data is over here and this data is over here and it's not talking to each other. And I would love, and this has nothing to do with our product, but I would love to see um, kind of an evolution and it's not in the rating tool. There's some great rating tools. It has to do with what Nick was just saying. It's not that the tool is bad. It's that the information isn't, talking to it. And so the customer can't get, you know, the right quote that they need, but that would be amazing for independent agents. If they can have a similar user experience online, uh, say a captive, um, a captives does where it, it spits out real quotes in real time, um, from a, you know, a bunch of different carriers, um, beyond the, the, the limitedness of information on the current, uh, quoting tools. So that's, that's a really specific example, but it's, it's coming off of what I think John and Nick were speaking to. Hey gentlemen, I'm going to leave it right there. Joey, you're the best man. <laughs> thanks. Uh, thanks for taking the time. Yeah. Thank you, man. See you, Joey.